Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I'm very pleased to be with you today on a very nice, sunny, and hot, 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 and smoky Northern Nevada Day. Having a great time talking about real estate and real estate for investors. I love real estate because it puts me in the world of travel. The only way you can really see real estate, if it's worth buying, selling, or just visiting, you've got to go there. That's what I did just over a week ago. Traveled the upstate part of California and upstate Washoe County, Nevada. What an incredible place. It is so close to Reno, the hub of Northern Nevada, but I would bet most people do not know where Chester, California is. We're gonna talk about Chester. We're gonna talk about Lassen. We're gonna be talking about lava. All kinds of hot topics today, including the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors on home prices, home values, and where they're going in the future. Maybe we'll know after this. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. Sliding screen door need a tune-up? Call SunTech. Ask about SunTech pet screens. Life is good with SunTech's fast service and no interest financing. Discounts available upon request. Call 224-5093 for a free estimate. 224-5093 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screens. You're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's a great day to tune into our show. Many people want to buy a home, but they don't have the cash. Home prices have gone up dramatically in the last few years. And buying a home for cash is not within the realm of possibility for most of our listeners. What do they do? They get a great mortgage from Brian Cushing at Guild Mortgage. Brian is one of the top mortgage lenders in Northern Nevada, and he'll help you find an outstanding loan for your individual situation. Remember, everybody's home buying needs are different. Brian Cushing and his team know how to make the adjustments and recommendations to fit your needs. Call Brian Cushing, 775-453-0345, or visit the website, homeloansreno.com. Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 303-045, and all of his contact information is on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Today we're talking about real estate. We're talking about the fun things you can do with real estate, traveling to see real estate, and also about my fantastic world of beekeeping. With me in the studio today, I have Lee Jackson, and Lee is representing today Hives for Heroes. Welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you for inviting me to come to your show. Oh, I'm very glad that you're here. Uh, we have been so excited here at our radio program and broadcast headquarters. Since you came to visit us last week, we've been chatting a lot about the world of beekeeping and how it is really on more people's minds than ever this year, Lee, because, well, the corona shutdown has forced many people to stay home, to work from home, to recognize the value or the lack of value, if you will, of their home. A lot of fix-up action going on this year. What's it been like at your home since, let's say, March of 2020? Well, we've been doing a lot of cleanup, a lot of repairs. Um, of course, taking care of my beehives, mm -hmm. monitoring them. Um, right now, we're in the process of putting up a new building on my property, so I'm excited about that. Let our listeners know where you live, Lee. I'm, I'm so excited that I have a resident from your wonderful community. I live in Silver Springs, Nevada. Very nice. Very nice. It's really a crossroads nowadays, isn't it? It is. It is. We've got our new roundabout mm -hmm. in, uh, the one that's in the downtown where the Four Corners area is, and then, of course, uh, the uh, USA Parkway empties into the uh, Silver Springs air, uh, area just... Mm -hmm. uh, to the west of where our airport is, yeah, and uh, we've had some major upgrades to the airport, and they continue to do that. So yeah, it's very neat. It's, it's very cool. Yeah, I enjoy driving there because I go through Silver Springs when I'm on my way to Yarrington. Take mm -hmm. the USA Parkway from Sparks, Nevada, and then from there we go through Silver Springs roundabout, 
and next thing you know, Wabuska to Yarrington, and there we are. What I love about Silver Springs is I can just, it's like I can see into the future when I go on that roundabout, Lee. What a great place for business. It's, it's an incredible intersection of traffic. So let me explain. If you haven't seen Silver Springs, it's kind of like a Star Trek Deep Space Nine kind of thing. It's out there where you think there's nothing there, but everybody's going to it because that's where the portal is. That's how you get to Yarrington. That's how you get to Fallon. That's how you get to Fernley. That's how you get back to Reno or to Tesla or to anything going on on the USA City. Parkway. And Carson City. Carson City. I, I like to say we're 35 miles from everywhere. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and it's almost at light speed because there's not much traffic on the way to and, and from. There's not much uh, distraction on the way to and from. But I have a pretty good feeling, Lee, that that's going to change because there's so much growth, so much going on. I mean, you can't stop progress. So you're living in a small community now. Are you ready for it to become a little bit bigger? Yes and no. I have, uh, you know, mixed emotions on it. Mm -hmm. Some of the things mm -hmm. I would like to not have to drive very far to get to, um, you know, like Walmart and Costco and things like that. But then on the other hand, I do like living on five acres and not having my neighbors on top of me. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, you know, that's what I love about the rural areas of northern Nevada. They're close to the metro areas, but it's very uh, doable to live on five acres if that's the kind of lifestyle you would like, and I'm finding that more and more people enjoy that lifestyle. I'm talking with Lee Jackson. Lee is here talking about her life in beautiful Silver Springs, Nevada, and we're also talking about real estate and the world of beekeeping. Lee Jackson and I met through a nonprofit and organization, which is the Mason Valley Beekeepers. I was at one of our beekeeping meeting uh, gatherings that we have monthly recently in Yarrington, a couple months ago, and. Uh, the president, Debbie Gilmore, mentioned that we are uh, uh, are working on some partnerships, some workings with an organization called Hives for Heroes. And Hives for Heroes is an organization, national organization, based out of Houston, Texas. Steve Jimenez is the president, and Steve dedicates his life to helping veterans, U.S. veterans from our armed services, who need help with their lives, and many times we find a great way to help people is the world of beekeeping. Lee, I find it personally to be one of the most relaxing things I do. I can really focus on what I'm doing when I'm beekeeping. Uh, it just seems, it seems to almost mesmerize me. Let our listeners know what it does for you. Um, I find similar things. I very uh, often will be found out uh, near my hives. I have my hives at different locations, so I don't have one apiary. I have several. And I just go and watch my bees. I love walk, watching them drink and fly around and, and visit the various uh, flowers that they mm -hmm. visit. Um, and in addition to, to having the bees and, and also planting flowers for the pollinators, has become another hobby of mine mm -hmm. um, to help feed the bees. So yeah. um, I've, the whole thing is just very relaxing. And um, I learn so much from the various people that I meet that are beekeepers, not just beekeeping things, but just life lessons. Um, they're, they're just fascinating people and you, you delve into them. Um, the further you get into them. Um, my backdoor neighbor is also a veteran. He also has bees. So fortunately, with uh, the both of us together, we kind of make the heavy work lighter. Yep. Um, so we're able to do a lot of stuff together. So if we have any real heavy lifting, we can, we can do it together. So that helps. But um, it's very, very relaxing. It really is, and uh, like I say, it really helps put my mind at ease when I have so many projects or processes that I'm working on uh, all coming into my brain at one time. And sometimes it's nice to be able to turn things off, and it's getting harder and harder to do that, Lee, because as a society, we are so dependent on stimulus coming at us all the time. we got all kinds of digital devices and video things and audios and sounds, and, you know, just noise. There's so much out there. It's nice to have a way to turn it off. I don't see very many beekeepers with a cell phone up to their ear when they've got the smoker in one hand 
and a uh, frame in the other, Lee. That's what I'm saying is it's still one of those things that you have to put your full focus on, and it's an old-time process. It's not a newfangled technology for the most part in the bee world. It is living and working and, and practicing animal husbandry, but on a, such a small scale, um, and on such a large scale when you come to quantity, that it really puts a, a new view into what your day is like and how valuable your day is. I mean, as a beekeeper, Lee, I know that my bees are helping thousands and thousands of other people in one way or another. It's, the pollination is huge. Right. Honey production is huge. And just the enjoyment that people get when they see their flowers or their trees in bloom, um, we do that, you and I, with our honeybees. Right. Isn't that great? Right. And Yes, you're right. It's it's very hard to even use your phone while you've got your bee veil on. It's just really, you know, you can't get that phone to your ear to, mm -hmm. to do that. So it's it's kind of like leave the leave the phone in the house when you're out playing with the bees. Right. Um, but it's just the whole colony aspect of it mm -hmm. and how all the bees have their own job yeah. and things like that. It's it's just a very fascinating field to get into. I think one of the most uh, interesting things that I find about beekeeping, Lee, is that a beekeeper, a bee haver, uh, somebody who just finds bees, you can have a limited control on the hive, on the honeybees, but that's about it, limited. I mean, it, some people say you can't uh, own a cat, right? A cat owns the owner. Well, imagine multiply that a million times because uh -huh. A beekeeper doesn't own his bees for the most part. Uh, the bees are just there, and they'll hang around if they like it, and if they don't like it, they'll leave. They will. Oh, they and, will. And I guarantee you that because I have more more bees myself in the wild right now than I, I have had, in my beehives. For the first time this year, I had a hive swarm. So fortunately, not everybody left, but a large number of them did. Well, in one way so. or another, you're putting good things out into the universe. <laughs> my guest today is Lee Jackson. Lee is representing Hives for Heroes. She's a real estate owner, property owner in Silver Springs, Nevada. We're going to be talking more a little bit about property values in that area, along with the Fernley Market. Reno and Sparks, and we want to talk about Hives for Heroes. You want to do something great for veterans? Stay tuned to the next segment. We'll be back after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. Sliding screen door need a tune-up? Call SunTech. Ask about SunTech pet screens. Life is good with SunTech's fast service and no interest financing. Discounts available upon request. Call 224-5093 for a free estimate. 224-5093 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screens. One thing I love about living in northern Nevada is that we get all four seasons. The only problem is, no matter what season we're in, we seem to get more of that season than any other season. And right now we're in the heat of summer, and it seems like summer is six months long. But not for me. I have SunTech solar screens on my home. You'd be amazed. 100 degrees outside, you step in the house, the air conditioning's not even on, it's 72 degrees. Now, it doesn't stay like that all day long. I have to turn the air conditioning on as we get into the evening, later hours, one of those hot, hot days. But imagine all day long, the house stays cool. I don't have to run that air conditioning. You would be amazed how little it costs to heat and cool my home because I have SunTech solar screens. Want to learn more? 
visit the website, suntechsolarscreens.com. Daryl Carr is a fantastic owner, and he'll help you customize a great plan at an affordable price. And best of all, financing is available, senior citizen discounts, and discounts for veterans, too. Give them a call. Suntech Solar Screens, 224-5093, or visit the website, suntechsolarscreens.com. Tell them Peter sent you with me in the studio. Lee Jackson. Lee's here from Silver Springs, Nevada. Silver Springs is uh, situated about 45 minutes from Reno, and it's real close to Fernley, real close to Fallon, real close to practically everything. And that's one of the cool things about Silver Springs. Plus, it's a rural community. Lee, you're telling me you live on five acres. Is that correct? Yes, five acres. And do you grow any crops on that five acres, or is it pretty much uh, just my bees just and my, bees. my flowers? There you go. All right. Um, so it's not a it's yeah. not a commercial property, an income producing property, but it gives you that seclusion that you like, I'm sure, and mm -hmm. that comfort that you have of living in that rural community. And um, I bet you've lived in big cities before too in the past. Yeah. I have. I lived in Santa Barbara for a while. The, uh, you know, being, I used to always joke about Uncle Sam was my travel agent since yeah. I was in the Army. Ooh, that's nice. And yeah. so I ended up in some very big cities. I was in Seoul, Korea for a while, um, which is very big. Washington, D.C., um, you know, places like that. So, um, yeah, I've been, I would much rather be in a rural environment than After in a big that, city. Yeah, you yeah. get a good amount of comparison. Yeah. And this is a good time to be looking at areas like Silver Springs, Nevada. You're here talking about your beekeeping world, about your life in Silver Springs, but we're also here because you're a member of the Hives for Heroes program. It's a national program designed to help veterans of our armed forces in America have the opportunity and the access to get started as beekeepers. We talked a little bit about how it helps us in general becoming a beekeeper. I'm able to focus, get my mind off of work a little bit, Lee, and oh, have some fun and relax every now and then get honey. But U.S. veterans many times have challenges in their lives when they come back to civilian life. You as a veteran uh, know what those things are like because you're not, perhaps you through your own experiences or the friends, the acquaintances you have in the military. Uh, I'm going to ask you to share a story, if you might, about how this is helpful. But before that, please tell us about your service to America. Okay. Um, I was uh, joined the Army in 1973. Mm. Um, not a very popular time to be joining the Army. And um, I did four years of active duty, then I transferred to the reserves, and then I did a total of 32 years with the reserves. Wow. So I did uh, travel around quite a bit, um, and um, yes, um, the one thing that they have found with beekeeping is, is that it does help with the PTSD that many of us have developed over the years of being in active duty for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. um, there are many reasons um, to be diagnosed with PTSD, not just combat situations. There's other situations that people have been um, diagnosed with it. Um, I ended up uh, with a medical condition that um, left me in a situation where I was um, a victim of uh, PTSD, so um, that's where mine came from. Um, but um, I would not go back and redo uh, my Army time. I would enlist again in a heartbeat. Um, there are times when I wish that they would take me back, um, but uh, unfortunately my health won't um, allow them to do that anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, it was one of the best things I ever did. Well, I, I, I just commend you for your service and thank you for your service to our country. And, um, and I'm just, I'm so proud that you're here with us to chat with us about our topic for today, which is Hives for Heroes, beekeeping along with the world of real estate. I just want you to know, Lee, I've not been in the service. I am not a veteran. Two of my, three of my older brothers were um, career men in the Air Force. And uh, I really honor and value the the work they did. And I really respect what you did in 1973 because 
1973 was the year that I got my draft card. And I was uh, about to be, I had just become 18. And my lottery number, and you get out one out of 366, my number was three. So the likelihood <laughs> that I was going to be drafted was really good, right? Right. So here I am trying to decide, am I going to enlist? What am I going to do? Uh, and then suddenly the draft was over. It was over just before I was about to be drafted. So I count my blessings on one hand, but on the other hand, I think I missed some great experiences, great opportunities, and really, a, a, look, I love my wife, life and my wife as it is now, but if I got into the military, the world would have been different for me, and I really commend today's young people that are going into the services, that are enlisting. You don't have to worry about the draft anymore. No. There's so many great opportunities uh, working for our great country and protecting America. Uh, one of our staff members here uh, at SAGE at Nevada Real Estate Radio just recently announced that her daughter is um, enlisting into the Navy and she is on her way to boot camp right now this week <laughs> as we speak. It's, we're so excited and so proud of Tanya. So uh, we're proud of all of our veterans. I love that we can help them in one way, shape, or form. Beekeeping is a wonderful way to do that. I encourage anyone who's a veteran who's interested in becoming a beekeeper or anybody who knows a veteran that may want to be a beekeeper to visit hivesforheroes.com and we're going to put all of their contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. And I've got some great news. If you're thinking about going, and I hope you are, to the next Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Steve Jimenez, the president of Hives for Heroes, will be traveling from Houston, Texas, to talk to us and make a great presentation about Hives for Heroes. What do you think about that, well, Lee? I think that that's wonderful. Um, when Debbie mentioned that he was coming at our last beekeeping meeting, I was just so jazzed. Yeah. Um, you know, I was wearing my mask, so she couldn't see the big smile on my face, mm -hmm. but it was there. And um, the Beekeepers Conference is a wealth of information. There's beekeepers that come from all over the state and even other states. And um, it is a great, great thing. If you're interested in beekeeping, um, it's a great place to start to get the information that you may need um, and how to find the supplies, how to even find bees. Um, they're having a photo con bee photo contest this year, so that's going to be exciting, and um, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. People can learn about the 2021 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference at the official website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. We'll put all that information, too, on our website and uh, hopefully be seeing you there. Nevada Real Estate Radio is the name of the show. And with me in the studio, Lee Jackson from Silver Springs, Nevada. Now, Lee, we're looking at some of the median home prices in the local area. Let's look at Reno, for instance. In Reno and Sparks combination, the median home price just this last month was recorded at $407,000. That's an increase of 1.8% from last year. Now, keep in mind, we're talking about a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-bath, two-car garage home. Typical. Now, $407,000. And who knows how big the property is, right? It's maybe a postage stamp size because yes. that's what they're, they're selling nowadays in residential areas, new construction, etc. That's a lot of money, $407,000. If you tighten it up a little bit and say, instead of Reno Sparks Average, let's look at Reno. Reno, just Reno average, including the North Valleys. Well, then instead of 407000 the price for the medium home single-family residence is $415,000. It's still substantial money, only a little bit more. If you narrow it a little bit toward the east, let's say we're just talking about Sparks. That's where we have a little bit better value. The median home price in Sparks for a single-family residence in the last report was $395,000. That's up over 5% from last year. Three ninety-five. dollars Why don't they just say $400,000, Lee? They, they, they tease it you with that. Cheaper. They tease you that. But um, look, $400,000. You better have $400,000 if you're looking to buy the median home price in the Reno-Sparks area. Now, granted, half the home sold, sold for less, half the home sold for more, but... You know, 
that's still a pretty substantial number to look at for that medium. If we were to go to Sparks, uh, um, excuse me, we did Sparks. If we go to Fernley, the same time period, let's look there. The median home price for a single-family residence in Sparks, same time period, $276,000. That's a lot of money, Lee, but the difference from two seventy-six dollars to 400000 $125,000 buys a lot of gasoline and yes, tires. Yes, drive a little, save a lot. Ooh. And if you don't need to drive to work every day, uh, you can save even more money. In fact, with all the coronavirus issues that have happened this year, Lee, I think more and more people are thinking about commuting. This might be a great time. If $276,000 is the median home price in Fernley, I'm scratching my chin here. I'm thinking... I wonder what the median home price would be in Silver Springs. Do you have any idea, Lee, what the, what the pricing would be looking like there? You know, I really don't know because um, most of the places out there sell for about two fifty. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing probably at least the ones that I see on the market, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff gets sold before it hits the market. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably thinking about two and a quarter. You moved there how long ago to Silver Springs? 25 years. <laughs> 25 years ago. And is that when you bought your property? Uh, not the current property. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought another property in the downtown area of Silver mm-hmm. Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you give us an idea of what maybe one of the properties, what you paid for a property like that? I'm not asking for exact numbers. Well, but when I bought the property 25 years ago, it was 40000 And that was, and how big is that property? That was a third eight. A th- House yeah, a third of it, a third of an acre with a house on it. With a manufactured house, and it was thirty-five thousand. It was one thirty. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Okay. Right, but that was twenty-five years ago. Sure. So things have changed now drastically. You're, you're now on five acres. I'm now on five acres. The house that I have now, I bought ten years ago. I paid a hundred thousand for it. I bet it's a pretty good investment. Right. I would imagine it's worth. At least double that now. At least. Yeah. Um, but still, you're still a lot less than the median home price, mm-hmm. again, in the metro of Reno. I'm not saying Reno's a great place to live. Look, it is. But yeah. the fact is, sometimes it's, people outgrow it, or maybe they can't afford it. And it sounds like you have a beautiful place right. uh, for and yourself, what you like. And we have a lot of people who are moving out to the country because they want to become more so self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. So my new neighbors who just moved out from Reno now have chickens and and pull, other poultry and things like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, which is something you can do on that oh, kind yeah. of acreage. You can have fun. You can be self-reliant. There's so many great opportunities. I talked earlier about the need to have a great mortgage lender. There's a lot of reasons to have a great mortgage lender if you're looking to pull a transaction together. And it has a lot more to do than just the interest rates. In fact, when we come back from this break, we're going to be looking at the interest rates and see where they are from a historical standpoint and see if it's price or interest rate that might be the obstacle you need to overcome. Hang on. We'll be back after this. Sage International Incorporated, we believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. 
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. I had a good chance, a uh, good time to travel through Northern California and Northern Nevada recently with my beautiful bride, Sherry Hill. And I got to tell you, it was magnificent. We saw so many incredible things that we had no idea were so close to Reno. One of the ways that we found out about this area, besides uh, you know taking our own volition of looking at the maps, is to read a little publication called Natakwa News. Natakwa News is a... Uh, historical publication in many regards, serving the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada and beyond. So this publication, the Taqua News, is all over the place. It's in Lassen County, it's in Washoe County, it's in Mono County, it's in all of the rural areas of northern Nevada. I encourage you to pick it up. There's a lot of great articles, but I really like the fact that there's always an article or a piece from one of my favorite historians and authors, Mark Twain. His wit and wisdom in short stories. When in doubt, tell the truth. That's what Tom uh, and my friend have been talking about. Yeah, we heard that from Mark Twain. That's his wit and wisdom. Learn about that and more in Natakwa News. I'm in the studio chatting with my producer, Ian Kesey, and also with Lee Jackson. And Lee and I are talking about real estate in northern Nevada, beekeeping, and all the good things you can do when you live in northern Nevada. I was mentioning as we went into the break that some people are, think they're held back by high interest rates. Some people think they're held back by high pricing. They don't really know. But we've been in this business for so long. I've bought so much real estate. I've got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, right now, the problem is not interest rates if you're looking to purchase a home. How do I know that? I keep up with all the stats. In fact, it was just on Friday, the 17th of July, when we hit the all-time low for the average mortgage rate, mortgage rates in the U.S., 2.8%. Can you believe that? 2.8% to get a mortgage. So if the interest rate isn't the issue, what could it be? Well, we're back to price, right? 400000 is a lot of money. I don't care if it's 1% interest. That's a lot of money every month that you're paying for a home. So you have to do what you can to find the home that fits in your budget. And keep this in mind. If it's your first home especially, you're not going to live there forever. I guarantee it. Most people move within three to five years. There's a good chance you will too. And if you do your homework, you're going to find out that many times after you make that first move, you've got some appreciation going in your favor. Essentially, you can afford to buy a bigger and a better home or maybe in a better neighborhood. The key is to get started. So I recommend you start small. Start as conservative as you can. Manufactured home is a great way. Raw land is a great way. Hooking up with a partner or family member is a great way. That way you can get in without taking on all the risk on your own. Whatever you do, I'm encouraging you to buy real estate in northern Nevada. Buy real estate anywhere in the country. See, here's the thing. Many people think that there's no other place to live but here. And they struggle to buy a home here because homes are so expensive and they think they'll never own a home and they probably never will with that kind of an attitude. And they'll be renters forever and pay somebody else's mortgage. Sometimes you have to go out on a limb, go out on the edge. That's what I did in my early 20s. I left my home state of Colorado for better opportunities. I didn't really want to leave my home state, but when you're at that point in your life when you want to make something of yourself and you have a family to protect, you've got to go where the money is because that's what you need. That's the society we live in. I moved from Colorado to Arizona. Found a great opportunity there, great home, great housing started my career and away we went. If it was today, I wouldn't go to Arizona. Why? Too many people. Real estate, too expensive. You know where I'd go? I'd go to Arkansas or maybe New Jersey. Do you know what? I have a buddy in New Jersey who sells real estate. He listed a home yesterday, three bedroom, two bath, one car garage, two stories, big yard, $59,000. Wow. I mean, home values are so different in the East. Arkansas, one of the lowest median home prices you can imagine. My buddy just bought a great home there for $160,000.
He landed there, got a great job, making good money, and his cost to live is very low. Would he rather be here in Reno or maybe in Malibu or San Francisco? There's a good chance he would. However, he's young, got a lot of life in front of him. He's on the right track. He's owning real estate, making payments on time, and building equity. And that's what I encourage the young people to do as well. If you have any questions for us, would like to talk to a pro, I recommend you talk to Sherry Hill at Sage International. She works with real estate investors every single day, not only in northern Nevada, but all across the country. She can help make sure that owning real estate is right for you, especially if it's real estate for investors. Want to learn more? Visit the website, sageintl.com. Connect with Sherry Hill for a free half-hour consultation, and you'll be amazed what the Wealth Protection Diva can educate you on. Owning real estate for a profit. That's what Sherry Hill can help you. With, the studio, with us in the studio today, I have Lee Jackson. And Lee manages uh, some real estate. They're a very small amount of real estate. They're, they're about the size of beehives, actually. <laughs> That's what I like to say about my beekeeping world, Lee. It's kind of like being a real estate manager. Um, I have three colonies, three beehives. You have how many? I have six this year. I have six. Very nice. I have six colonies mm -hmm. this year. It... Um, four different locations and um, so it keeps me busy mm -hmm. but that's that's a good thing yeah you know well yes we all have to feel like we're productive and utilize our time efficiently my mother used to say idle hands is the devil's workshop yes and so I don't have idle hands very mm, often no but I guarantee you she was right yeah. I get into trouble Lee when I'm not kept busy Trouble abounds. Yes. So I'm always busy. I learned that from my bees. They're always busy. It's amazing that they just don't stop. They must sleep at night. They That's do. All. They're in there snoozing. Yeah, you know? they, they do slow down a little bit, mm -hmm. but I think they're constantly moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, real estate is um, what I'm very excited about as I move into the rural areas because I grew up on a farm myself. I grew up in a uh, so rural area of northeastern Colorado, Lee. It was like Nebraska. And we grew corn and sugar beets and beans and alfalfa. There were onions in some of the fields. And, um, you know, I worked on a dairy the last two years before I left for college. And that dairy really taught me a lot of work ethic. I was say, that's a lot of hard work. It is. And it basically taught me I don't ever want to work that hard again. <laughs> uh, so it's nice to have gone through that. Because nothing is really as tough or demanding and consistently demanding as working on a dairy. The cows need to be milked at a certain time of the day, every day, and twice a day. And when you have 150 to 200 cows to milk every single day, it doesn't matter how much equipment you have, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. uh, owning real estate is kind of like that in a way, Lee, and because I've found that once you buy real estate, you also have to be prepared to continue to maintain the real estate right and sometimes things come up unexpected sometimes uh, you know good things happen of course but you know you've always got to have a reserve of funds yes to maintain your property or the buildings on that property yes like the morning I got up and there wasn't any water there you go <laughs> right and it's an emergency right basically it became an emergency mm -hmm. yeah um, you know where uh, we've had issues with roof we've had issues with heat you know, the only time a furnace goes out is the coldest day of the year. Of course. And I can prove that by my heating and repair bill that I had this last year. What I'm saying is this. If you're looking to purchase a home, and we're talking about prices and interest rates right now, but as we're talking especially to the younger people that are going to make that first home purchase, you have to make sure that even after you purchase your home that you have what's called reserves. Mm -hmm. In fact, as you're applying for your mortgage, your lender is going to ask you some questions about your bank statements, your finances, what accounts you have, and so forth, because a mortgage lender is obligated to confirm that you have the money you need to put down on the home if there's a down payment, to pay the closing costs, which there's always some closing costs, and they want to make sure that if anything goes wrong with a home later that you have insurance on the home. Yes, so you have to prove that you can afford the insurance along with your payment. And then on top of that, 
the banks want a little bit of comfort knowing that they're going to loan you home uh, money to buy a home. They'd like to know that you have some little leftover money in the bank in case something goes out, uh, you know, maybe $1,000, $2,000. I mean, look, even if you have homeowner's insurance, there's deductibles and there's unexpected things that can happen. Maybe there might be an unexpected interruption in your job or other source of income. So reserves is pretty important if you want to put together a good profile for somebody that's going to lend you money. So going into your deal, you want to have the ability to make the payment, you want to have the job history and the consistency, but it's always nice to have a little money in the bank. I think there's been a, more than one song written about that, Lee, Money in the Bank. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, it's a very important thing to have. It when is. You, when you have money important. in the bank, you have a lot more power in your world and a lot more control. So I encourage people to save money. Saving money is an important thing to do, regardless of whether you're buying a home. But it's a great way to condition your mind to become a uh, reliable and responsible homeowner, the ability mm -hmm. to save money. We'll talk about that after this message. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. We're talking with Lee Jackson, and Lee is here representing not only the city of Silver Springs, as a resident, she's also here talking with me about the wonderful world of beekeeping and the Hives for Heroes program that helps our U.S. veterans who have retired and maybe have some challenges in their lives. PTSD may well be one of them. Maybe beekeeping might be a great help. So what can we do as beekeepers, as members? Well, Hives for Heroes helps veterans get started by giving them some mentoring, giving them some coaching and training, and helping them with getting that first beehive ready to go. I have a beehive that's ready to go right now for anyone that would like to get started with their beekeeping hobby, their beekeeping life. Especially if you're a U.S. veteran, I encourage you to call me after the show, 775-786-5515. Let's chat, and we may be able to get you started beekeeping real soon. We've got all the things it takes. People that love beekeeping, people that love and respect veterans, and we've got the equipment and knowledge. Anytime after the show, give us a call, 775-786-5515. Ask for Peter, and we'll get her going. Lee Jackson is with me in the studio. Lee, you're a veteran. You're a Hive for Heroes veteran and member. You have six beehives, but there's more. There's more, yes. <laughs> there is so much more. You're an owner of real estate in my favorite little city, Silver Springs, because it's the deep space nine of northern Nevada. <laughs> has all the traffic coming to it and going through it. And you were telling me that you own a property there, five acres. Mostly it's just for your residents and just you can enjoy living there. But the way that you bought that property, I found really interesting. We haven't talked about that yet with our listeners. Could you please share how you acquired that property? Sure. I, um, my real estate agent and I discovered this property. It was the perfect property for what I needed. It had everything that I was looking for in a property. So we set about putting together an offer on the house and um, we did that. I, I was a VA loan, so mm -hmm. you know we had certain parameters. That, now this, um, this was 10 years ago? This was 10 years so ago. So 2010. So it was 2010. Now, I remember 2010 very, very, very well, Lee, because I was a mortgage lender at that time, mm -hmm. and we were right in the middle of the mortgage meltdown. Yes, that was an excellent time to be buying a house. <laughs> you bet it was, but there weren't that many people buying houses. No, there weren't. So continue, please. So anyway, um, we... Um, Put the offer in, and the it was a foreclosure. Okay. The house had been sold for a whole lot more than what it was on the market for, of mm -hmm. course, because yeah, like that's everybody. what happens. That's what happened at that time. So the bank said, "No, we're not. We're not going to accept your offer. We're going to put it up for auction because ah. we think 
that we can get more money for. Mm -hmm. So they started the auction on it, and my real estate agent and I watched it. I had been pre-qualified because I was VA, so I knew how much money I had to spend. Mm -hmm. And we managed to get the house for $10,000 less than what the original uh, offer was. Wow. Not the, you know, because the offer that we put in for the, was below what their asking price sure, was originally. They rejected it, went to auction. I got it for $10,000 less than the offer I had originally wow. put in for. So in their effort to get more money, right. you were actually able to save I was money. Actually, I actually saved money. I bet when you were told the offer wasn't accepted and it was going to auction instead, I, I would bet you're thinking, how much more am I going to have to pay? Right. <laughs> I was, you know, it was like, I think we need to go looking at other houses. Oh, mm -hmm. Just chill, chill. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, one of the other things that I learned that I would caution anybody who's buying a house that may or may not have had an owner carry property is to make sure that your title's clear on your, your previous property. Mm -hmm. um, when I went to do my escrow, we found out that the original owner had sold the mortgage and the mortgage had been sold a couple of times mm -hmm. on that house. Well, somewhere along the line, because the manufactured house at that time was still personal property, it fell off and it was still in the original owner's name. Oh my. So I had to do a lot, little bit of title work there. I had yeah. to do quite a bit of title work on mm -hmm. that, which could have been a deal breaker, but yeah. that's one of the things that I would caution people before you, if you own a property that may be in that situation to make sure that all your ducks are in a row. Lee Jackson is my guest. She's a resident of Silver Springs, Nevada, a friend through the organization Hives for Heroes and a beekeeper, which I love. Beekeepers are kind of special people, you know, at least they really are. They seem to have the ability to communicate with so many different types of people. And I think it's because no two beekeepers practice beekeeping the same way. I, to this no. day, never heard a beekeeper say, this is the expert, this is the way we follow. And the reason is because every situation is different. It's like real estate, right? Mm -hmm. Every real estate transaction is different. Every property is different. And, and the bee world is the same way. I think in some ways that being a beekeeper has helped me be better in analyzing and thinking about real estate and also in dealing with people. You know, when it comes right down to it, no matter what we do, Lee, it's about how we interact with people mm -hmm. that ultimately will dictate, right? right? If I was in beekeeping and I didn't like the people that are in the beekeeping world, I guarantee you, I wouldn't be a beekeeper, no matter how much I love, love those little critters. But the people make all the difference. Uh, talk about the people that live in Silver Springs. What's it like there? Um, Comparison maybe to some big cities or where other places. You yeah, like. people are pretty friendly. Mm -hmm. You know, we watch our neighbors' yeah. properties. You know, we, we kind of, as I'm driving down the road, I, you know, kind of look around to see if something's out of place or whatnot. Yeah. So that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my neighbors would loan me a cup of sugar at any time. So it's like going to Mayberry in a way, knowing well, your neighbors? yes and no. I mean, but you, you know. know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not quite Mayberry, not quite but, like but, 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 you know, uh -huh. pretty about as close as you can get these days to yeah. Mayberry. Well, that's one thing but. I love about our area because Silver Springs, great little small community, but there are so many great little small communities that are relatively close Mm -hmm. to northern Nevada. I mentioned that I traveled to upstate California recently, saw some really cool places, one of which was Chester, California. I, I, heard, I saw you shaking your head that you know where Chester, I California do. is. Our Chester, California is adjacent to a beautiful lake, mm -hmm. Lake Almanor. Mm -hmm. And so we drove right through there, Lee, saw some really, really cool things. And prior to that, we were in the Lassen Volcanic area. We had a chance to drive up to the Lava Beds National Monument, just below the Oregon border. And what a fascinating place that was. I have never seen such incredible caves. Yes, caves in northern Nevada. They were made by volcanoes. And I, I highly recommend this trip. We're going back again to see more. But the trip to northern California and northern Nevada was really awesome. Another little cool city that we went to is called Cedarville. Cedarville is to the east of El Turis, about 20 miles, I think, maybe if it's that far, right on the Nevada border. And uh, it was a very cool place. That area, Lee, has hot springs, natural hot springs, all across the country there.
In fact, the little hotel we stayed at in Surprise Valley, just outside of Cedarville, every room had its own hot springs. Cool. It was a very, very cool, cool place to be. And all agricultural, uh, very rural. We saw many, many incredible displays of eagles flying over the fields and doing their beautiful acrobatics, uh, all kinds of wildlife, deer, pronghorn, and um, met some great people. And yeah. so that's really one of the neat things about living in northern Nevada is you can pick whether you want to live urban or whether you want to live rural or maybe a little bit more downtown metro. And it's all relatively close, so it's not like you have to give one up entirely if you want to enjoy the other. So do I encourage people to move to Nevada? No. Why don't I? Because I live here, Lee, and I like the way it is. <laughs> Obviously, if people have made their mind up to move to Nevada, I'm not going to tell them they made a mistake. I am going to recommend that you look at other areas of the country. If, let's say, you're moving or wanting to move to Nevada from California or some other heavy populous area, when you compare the prices, I'm recommending you talk to my friend Philly Phil. Phil Falcone is one of the top real estate professionals in Philadelphia. He was talking to me about a property just a couple of days ago. New Jersey, $69,000, three bedroom, two baths, one car garage, two stories, big yard. Look, it's not the perfect home. Maybe it's not the retirement home, but if you're looking to get started and you're telecommuting from home, you're working from home, New Jersey might not be a bad place. For that kind of money, you might want to look anywhere in the country. In today's digital world, real estate is a great opportunity no matter where you live, be it in Philadelphia, be it in New Jersey, Timbuktu, or Silver Springs, Nevada. Lee Jackson, I'm glad you came to visit with us today. Oh, it was good and fun to come. I like your T-shirt. I oh. see the, the word in the bottom says dangerous. Let's look at the whole thing see what it says. I'm going to read it for our radio audience. It says, female veterans, just because we no longer wear, wear our uniform doesn't mean we're any less dangerous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. Lee Jackson, thank you for coming to visit with us. Thank Hope you'll you. come to visit with us again soon. Okay. I'll come back. All righty. Until then, if you have any questions about beekeeping, visit NevadaStateBeekeepers.org and get signed up for the next Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And any questions about real estate, give us a call, too. We'd be happy to visit with you. Until next week, same time, same station. We'll talk then. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.